feels perfect Other days it just ain't working The good, the bad, the right, the wrong And everything in between Yo, it's crazy, amazing We can turn our heart through the words we say Mountains crumble with every syllable Hope can live or die So speak life, speak life To the dead Good evening, good evening. Welcome to the Butterfly Evolution Show. I am Rodney Jordan. I am with Tammy Gator tonight. We have some very special guests who will be on with us. Uh, we have a young man from, the, from Manassas, Virginia, graduate of Osborne High School, who now plays wide receiver for Florida Atlantic University, who is on with us. And we also have a another special guest, um, but before we get to um, our first guest, uh, we're going to go over just some housekeeping things. Um, if you are listening uh, online, please feel free to uh, leave your comments or questions in the chat room, and we will definitely read them out loud on the air. If you are listening by phone at any time, you would like to ask a question or make a comment, please press the number one. We are very proud of our young people and all of the great things that they're doing, and so we wanted to take tonight's show and dedicate it to them. Tammy, are you there? I am here. Hello. I'm sorry, Tammy, go ahead. Yeah, I said I'm here, and I just wanted to say thank you for everyone, to everyone that's joining us tonight. All right, and I believe we do have our first guest on. Would you like to go ahead and introduce her? And I think that she's on the air now. Yes, absolutely. We should have Miss Camden on from Camden Cares. Hello. Are you there with me? Hi, how are you? Hi, how are you? Good, how are you? Good. 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 Welcome to the show tonight. We have, I think we have, I think we're getting a feedback, I'm not sure. We're getting a, we're getting a feedback from somewhere. Yeah. Is that better? I think that is absolutely better. Yep. That's better. Yeah, so thank you guys for tuning in tonight. We have Camden on the phone with us and her mom, um, and I look at this as just honoring both Camden and her mom because it, it's, it really takes, um, you know, the parents as well to help our children. When they come up with these great ideas, we have to be involved. So I just want to first welcome um, Mrs. McGowan and Camden onto the show. I want to, first of all, just say thanks to both of you for doing what you, what you did. And I want you to just tell us a little bit about what the reason that we're bringing uh, Camden on is because he did something and it was called Camden Cares, and I hope I'm saying that right. That's kind of what I picked up on, Camden Cares. And she did it for yes, an organization that is one of my favorites um, as far as donating to uh, St. Jude has always been on my list. Matter of fact, they're the only ones that I have consistently donated to for a number of years. Um, and so th I think that's another reason I was so drawn to it, just to see a young person do this as well. So tell us about Camden, Camden and then Camden Cares. Um, Camden is a six-year-old. Um, she's a kindergartner at Holland Oaks Elementary in Memphis, Tennessee. 
Um, she came up with the idea to help St. Jude on her own as she were cleaning out her closet. She wanted to, to find a way to help them. And um, we did a little research online. She brainstormed, and we picked from their, their needs. Uh, making activity bags for the patients and their families at St. Jude. Wow! And so, how did how, how like how did um, she solicit for help? How did she, you guys get the word out? Uh, we created a video um, where I interviewed her and I asked her questions. I made sure they were you know they were questions that she hadn't heard before. So it, it would be unrehearsed and it'll be you know 100% her. And um, I put the video on YouTube, and we shared it on Facebook, and it just went it went everywhere. <laughs> okay, okay. And so is she ready to, to, to tell us a little bit? Is she ready to answer just a few questions? So you guys, as you hear, Camden is, she's a young one, but, but you look at her, and she looks like an old soul. She has the spirit of an old soul, like she's just been here a couple of times before. <laughs> so I actually had pinned her much older than she is. So is she ready to come on and answer a question or two for us? She is. Okay. Say hi, hi Candy. How are you? Fine. Guess what? You are on the radio. Do you know that people are able to hear you from everywhere? Mm, no. <laughs> <laughs> Well, they are listening to you now. They're, they want to hear. They're listening to you talk right now, and they want to hear about Camden Cares. So I have a question for you. Are you ready? Yes, ma'am. Okay, my first question is, did you enjoy doing this? Yes, ma'am. Wow. Okay, and how <laughs> many bags did you deliver to St. Jude? Do you remember how many you delivered? Mm, 1,200. Oh, my goodness. How many were you hoping for? Well, how many did you think you would, you would get when you started? Do you remember, like, how many did you think you'd be able to take to St. Jude's? One million. <laughs> <laughs> so, you were aiming, so you were aiming pretty high. Huh? You were you were you were hoping to do a lot more. You wanted you want to do a lot more bags for St. Jude's, it sounds like. Yes, ma'am. Yes. Okay, let me ask you this. Do you plan to do this again? Do you plan to do it again next year? Well, if they don't need it, um the other year we'll do it the other year. So you might do it might wait a year and do it again after that. Yes, if they don't need it. If they don't need it. Okay. And now, you guys, um, some of these questions she doesn't, does not know I'm asking because I'm, I'm kind of getting off of my list here. But tell me this. Um, what kind of things did you have in the bag? What kind of items did you put inside the bag? Um, sketch pads, coloring books, pencils. Crayons, crayons, markers, and stickers. Okay, okay. And you did 1,200 bags. Yes, ma'am. That is awesome. That is that is wonderful. And I heard that the mayor met you out to deliver those bags. How Was that exciting? Yes, ma'am. <laughs> and you were on the news. 
we actually saw you on TV, and now you're on the radio. Cool. <laughs> she says that's cool. Well, I think what you did is, is really, really cool, and I want to just say keep up the good work. We are proud of you, um, and we are looking forward to seeing you do this again when the kids need it, okay? Yes, ma'am. So we send you many, many hugs, and we say thank you, thank you, thank you, and we just all think that you are an awesome, awesome young lady. Okay? Thank you. Yes, ma'am. All right, Rodney, do you have any questions for her? Uh, no. Uh, Cam- Camden, just keep doing what you're doing in the community and in school. Uh, you are definitely a positive role model to so many other kids. So keep doing what you're doing. Yes. And Camden, I I have a I have a suggestion. I think you should get the entire school to do what you're doing the next time you do it and, and make it a competition. How about that? Like have the classes compete and seeing how many people can can get the most bags. What do you think? That's that a good that idea. That's a good idea. <laughs> so we want to see that the next year you do it. And if you need some help, you let us know and we'll bring you back on the show and we'll help you promote it, okay? Yes, ma'am. Okay. And and one more question. Ma- how how much how much did mommy help out? She's a hard dog if you can tell. <laughs> Well, thank you again. And, again, I want to say this, of course, we know that things like this cannot be done without parent participation. So hats off to you. Um, You should be so proud, and I know that you are. Um, But I just want to say that again because just to have that heart at such a young age speaks a lot about you and just for you to take the time to deliver and help her with all those bags, I'm sure, was not an easy process. So hats off to you, Mama, and thank you, thank, thank you, thank you. Thank you. Thanks for having us. All right. Bye. Anything else you want to share before we go to well, our next guest? I'm excited about hearing the rest of the show. All right. Well, thank you so much. If you decide to come back on, just select the number one, and we'll pull you back on, okay? All righty. Okay. All right. Thank, thank you, you so much. Camden. All right, our <laughs> our next guest. Uh, and by the way, uh, thanks again uh, for allowing Kendra to be on the show. Um, it's always great to hear uh, the positive things that our our kids are doing, no matter what age they are. Our next guest um, is a young man who I must say I feel honored to know. Um, I've known him for a few years now. When I first met him, it was at the end of his junior year in high school, and I got a chance to coach him, uh, to be one of his coaches uh, in basketball his senior year, and and I can tell you uh, he was just a delight to work with, and I'm glad that we've been able to keep in contact um, ever since he graduated. And he has a very inspiring story to share so I'm excited to see so uh, so many callers um, on the line with us and to also see people in the chat room. 
Uh, I'm going to give him a chance to kind of tell us a little bit about himself, and then we'll jump right into it. Lucky, are you still there? Yeah, I'm still here. All right, Lucky, go ahead, go ahead and tell um, everyone who's listening, go ahead and tell everyone uh, just a little bit about you, anything you want to share. Go ahead. Oh, uh, well, I'm a 22-year-old <laughs> college student. You know, um, I played football at the University of Florida Atlantic. I grew up in uh, Manassas, Virginia, pretty much all my life. And uh about it. All right. <laughs> So you have a desire to um, eventually do what once you're finished playing college football. What is your desire? I just, I just want to play, like, NFL football, you know. Uh, like, growing up, it was, like, like my dream, you know, just seeing it. And when I play, I just – I'm at peace when I play football. It's just my passion, and I love it so much. So I want to make it to the NFL one day. Okay, okay. And do you have any idea of how that's going right now? I know a lot of times, you know, um, you know, uh, we hear that, you know, a guy may be a first-round pick or a sixth-round pick. Have you heard any of those things yet going into the preseason? No, we don't, we don't really. Well, you, some people know, like, you go through, like, like people that like got draft picks already out, but. Coming in, I came in from a junior college, which was a two-year program. Uh, leaving there, I came here, and I, I didn't play as much as I thought I would play my first my first year here. And then when, okay. like, when I got in, you know, I got in games like I did okay, like, but it was like a big transition, you know. And going into like this this coming season, I got like a big role part of the team, so. I'm excited to see what this what this season brings. Okay, now at this point in your career, you are, um, you know, you're going into your senior year, and and, and you're hoping to uh, make it into the NFL. So you're at a really good place in your life today. But has it always been that way? No, it hasn't. Uh, <laughs> All right, before you get before you get into that, we have um two people that would like to uh either ask a question or, or make a comment really quick. So let's get them. Um the area code is five seven one. Last four digits is seven three four seven. Caller, you are on the air live with us. Go ahead. Caller? All right, I'll say it again one more time. 571 is the area code, and the last four digits of your phone number is 7347. Are you there? Yep. All right, go ahead. Uh, tell, us your, t tell us your name and what's your question or comment. Hey, look, this is Dougie. I just was listening in, trying to see what's going on with you, man. That's all. Oh, nothing much, man. I'm just hanging out. <laughs> That's what I like to hear, man. I'm just trying to. I seen you on the Facebook, so I just called and was listening. I didn't know they was gonna blast me like this, though. <laughs> <laughs> whenever you whenever you press the number one, we pull you into the conversation. But you can always call in and give them a shout out. That that that's good too. But yes, sir. That's what's up, man. 
Just gotta love our young people, don't you? Just gotta love our young people. <laughs> hey, that's good. All right, well, we'll if, if you um, if you have another question or comment later, uh, just press the number one, and uh, we're gonna go to our next caller. All right. All right. Thank All right. you so much. All right. Our next caller is area code seven zero three. And your last four digits are five three four five three five three. Call you on the air with us. Hi, how you doing? Good. How are you? Who are we talking to? Hi, this is Lucky's aunt Tina. Miss Tina, his mom. Hi, Miss Tina. How are you? I'm good. I just wanted to tell Lucky that. I am so proud of him. He has done some great things, and I've been watching him through, like everybody else, Facebook and everything else, but he is really growing up to be an ideal young gentleman, and I am so proud of him. Where's Kenny? Hey, you're <laughs> I love you. I'll be in Florida this year. All right. love you, too. <laughs> All right. Thank you so much. Bye. Y'all have a good one. I'm listening. All right, thank you, you too. All right, um, before we take our next caller, Lucky, why don't you go ahead and, and tell, tell us about this, this journey you've had um, to get to where you are now. Go ahead and tell us about that. All right, uh, well, growing well, my neighborhood, first of all, I grew up, most people know in Memphis, like I grew up in Georgetown South, and it wasn't the best neighborhood, but as a kid I had, a blast, and I have around good people for for the most part. But um, I went to an elementary school called Round Elementary, and it was great. You know, I had good times, but at times I was a troubled, troubled young boy. I got, got in trouble a lot, but I still took care of business. But uh, my second in second grade, I had got held back for being a class clown, and uh, I look back at it now and. I feel like that it helped me, you know, like to mature and stuff like that. But um, I had grew up with two sisters and like five five boys because um, my aunt had passed away when I was younger and my mother had took in like five or six boys, which were my cousins. And um, it was kind of hard because I had a single single mother. And um, it was just, like, a lot of commotion on going on. It was a lot of family problems, you know, but it never, like, stopped. I had people to look up to. And um, I got into, once middle school hit, I hang I had hung out with people that just was, I guess, like, they grew up too fast and wasn't wasn't on the same track as me. Uh, people started smoking, started drinking. Uh, I would, it was just, I tried to, like, separate myself. But going into my, like, eighth grade year, I didn't really play football in high school. So I didn't like, I didn't like my coaches, and they didn't like me. Uh, my, my freshman year, I had played and it was, you know, it was fun. It was back to, because I had always played lead ball. And lead ball was great. You know, I had traveled. I traveled, came to Florida a few times. I was, you know, in the championship, whatever. 
But um, when I had got into when I got in high school, football was just all for fun. I couldn't really do the travel ball no more because it was a rule. But I wouldn't like I go to, I go to school just just to go. I wouldn't class and grades wasn't really my my big priority, you know. And um, my senior going to my senior year, I had um. I started getting like calls from colleges and and all this stuff, and I was like, I had found out my grade wasn't good enough, so I tried to like work hard when it was too late, and then like I just I tried to fight. I had to do ACTs, SATs, and stuff like that, and my scores wasn't high, but what it was supposed to be. So I had found out I would have to go to either a prep school where I had to take the ACT again which I didn't want to do, or I can go to a junior college and just start fresh and go there for two years. When I went to junior college, two-year program, my freshman year, I made um, a 3.2 GPA, so my grades that came up. Then my I was freshman All-American, and I was special teams player of the year. My, going into my sophomore year, going into my sophomore year, I had um what was I like I think I was all American again. And then um I had met like I like going into my sophomore year I had met a lot of people and like I had a lot of friends at junior college and I had like separated myself from all the people that, like that was back home. I tried to stay away from home when I had went and picked this school and it was in Massachusetts. It's called Dean College. And when I had got there, I had met a, a good friend my freshman year and, and, and uh, my sophomore year. But going back when I was at the end of my freshman year, I had a chance to go to summer school so I can graduate early from my junior college. And I, me and my boy was like, I had talked to my friend, and we was like, we was going to go back early just so we can graduate early. And uh, I got a call from from somebody, and I didn't want to believe stuff was happening. And my friend had got shot and killed. And um, his name is Malcolm Bagley. So my sophomore year, I had wore his jersey number so I could, like, represent him, you know. And it was an honor, you know, because it just, hit me because coming where I was when I where I came from, I had seen a lot of stuff, you know. I had, you know, been a part of stuff, but I never let it bring me down, you know, never I never got distracted. I always seen like a bigger picture of things. And um when my friend was killed, it just like I told myself that I play football for two people now, you know, just not not for me. Because he had the same dream I have now. And when I when I went back, I had a great sophomore season. You know, I had got calls, I had got scholarship offers, and it was it was a great journey. You know, and I talked to his mother to this day about you know just keep moving forward. And um, once I had visited down in Florida Atlantic, I, I like I loved the atmosphere and all that stuff. I had um. 
once I graduated from my junior college, which was a two-year program, I had graduated in a year and a half because I went back, took, took extra classes, you know, and I had kept a GPA of a 3.0. When I had committed down to SAE, you know, it was it was hard because when I first got here, I had broke my collarbone on my first day out. You know, I was just trying to work hard. I was trying to show people I could play football, you know. And um, when I broke my collarbone, I was I was depressed. You know, I was down. I was I didn't want to get surgery. I had to. It killed me. And then once once I had I was on bed rest for like three days, and that had like really hurt me. You know, I had lost some weight. I didn't want to move. I didn't, I wasn't going to class. Uh, people just you know I had people calling me trying to get me up. You know. Trying to help me and move move forward. Uh, about months later, I was getting better. You know, going into the season, I was uh, I got stronger. You know, and it's like I had a once I had my surgery over, I had a metal plate in my in my collarbone, and like like to this to this day, it's been a year and some change now. To this day, I still don't have feeling in my like shoulder. Like if I touch it, I can't really feel it. It's like it just tingles all the time. So like I play with caution and stuff now. But after my after my junior year at Florida Atlantic, I had I I was I was behind a senior. So I knew once that had happened, I wasn't gonna play much, but I was gonna play. And it kind of like hurt me. I was like, should I should I have came here? Should I have went somewhere else? I was asking myself questions like, is this the spot for me? Like I had always had doubts, and I had like, but like stuff has always pushed me because people has always like I had a lot of people tell me like I was never gonna make it because the way I acted, the people that I was around, the people that that were like older than me, they just knew out that I was family with. So, just making it here and graduating from junior college and high school was like a big part and a big accomplishment in my life, you know. So, Lucky, I'm going to jump in here for a second. Um, you, you've gone through a lot, and, 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 you know, of course, by the time I met you, um, I didn't know um, about your struggles uh, up until uh, up until that point, uh, but you went through a lot before um, I met you, and then uh, you've gone through a lot uh, since then. And you know, I I heard you say that um, it, it's just always been in you to to just keep going, and and nothing has ever stopped you. Uh, really quickly before we take our next caller. Um, what do you think is your biggest motivation, uh, whether it be self-motivation, uh, whether it be something external? What is your biggest motivation? Or, wh- or where do you think that strength comes from that no matter what happens in your life, you just keep pushing forward? Where does that come from? Uh, my mother. She's a, uh, <laughs> she's a strong woman. She's a strong woman. She, she's been through a lot. You know, I've seen it. You know, and then, uh, I've just been a mama's boy all my life, you know. And, uh, 
Shout out to Miss Karen Morris. <laughs> yeah. 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 <laughs> she's, uh, she's been there for pretty much everybody, you know. She she um she does her best, like she bent over backwards for people, you know. She uh and she kept me in the right state of mind, you know, like she took she brought people in to our home, you know. People that, you know, just was out in the streets. But we was all cool, you know. So when I had went out like my my younger days I had cousins that was older than me, but I could go out and go out and have like have fun with them because she knew I was safe, you know. And um, she always like she never like she didn't complain, you know. Like she don't ask for nothing, but her kids to be respectful, you know. And uh, that ain't much, you know. And I just I just want to see her happy, you know. So I do all that. My motivation is. Cause she she pushes me every day. Whether it's okay, if I'm doing something right, I'm doing something wrong. See that? Okay, Tammy, do you want to hey, do you want to jump in before we take our caller? I do. I would love to. I, I want to just piggyback and just send out a special shout out to Miss Mars, Miss um, Karen Mars' mom, because again, you guys pay attention here. Um, there's nothing like a supporting parent. And there's so many single mothers and fathers as well, but hats off to you all who are willing to make that sacrifice. He had me with mom when he said that she took in family members, cousins. You guys don't know how many people will not do that, regardless. I mean, sisters, children, brothers, children, many people will allow those kids to go somewhere else. So hats off to your mom. That speaks volumes. And then to make it all work, no matter what, speaks volumes for your mom. But something has stuck out to me um, from the beginning that you said about going to the junior college. I'd like for you to share, just give a word to our young people. Society tells us or tells you guys that unless you're going to this this immaculate four-year college with, with this huge scholarship, that's fine and dandy. But what I love about what you said is that you realize, basically, that I, I'm, I got to do something different here to get to where I, where I want to be. Many kids today will look down on a junior college and just simply not go. I've had a young girl this year alone who did not want to do that. Her grades did not allow her to go somewhere else, but she looked at it as if I go to junior college, that says something about me. And here you've made it work. I, I love the fact that you realize, okay, this is what's before me, this is where I am, this is my plan, this is what I'm going to do, and you did it. So speak to our young people about choosing to just recognize, number one, where you are and where you want to be, and if it means going to a junior college, there is nothing wrong with that, nothing at all. But many, And because of society, many people, young people, feel like there's something wrong with going to a junior college. So give them a word on that. Listen, uh, it was it's it's me. It's kind of hard at first because some of us athletes feel like I'm better than that, or I know I can play Division One football, or I know I can play Division One basketball, anything. But when it came down to it, I didn't have a choice, and I knew that's what I love to do was play football. It's either I go to a prep school, where you know somebody you still gotta go through that that little stage, but you're not there as long, or they go to the junior college, they at least, like, develop. But I didn't 
when I had got there, I was just, it's all like wonders, like, how is it going to be? Who are you going to meet? You going to meet the right friends, whatever, or you going to, like, it's a hard, it's a lot of questions with it. But I think it was the best decision I've, I've made as a, as a young man, you know, and um, I don't think nobody should look down on it because it's like a, it's a process, you know. I mean, if you really want that Division One scholarship, junior college is your second chance. Like, you get, you got two years there, and I mean, if, they, if you're balling, they're gonna find you. I never, like, as soon as I found out I could go there, and my grades got me in, you know, I, I took it, and um, I, I made the best of it, and it, it, it turned out great, and I don't, I don't regret any day of going to junior college. And I, I kind of, like, recommend it to some people. Some people got growing up to do, and it, it helps you in the classroom. The junior college I went to, and most junior colleges are small, so you can build a build a bond with professors, you know, and um, it really helps, and it, it really works. Mm. Thank you. Thank you. No problem. All right. Um, we're going to take a few callers here. Uh, we have some people that have been waiting. Uh, thank you so much for your patience, um, and, and thank you so much for, for the support that is being shown uh, to Lucky tonight. We have several callers online. Um, we're going to take a caller from area code 571. The last four digits of your phone number are 7908, area code 571, last four digits are 7908. Go ahead, Carly, you on the line with us? Hi, this is Mikkel calling. Uh, I just wanted to ask Lucky, what are his goals for his senior season? <laughs> Hi, Mikkel. Hi. <laughs> <laughs> no, my goal is just to, like, stay healthy. I mean, at first, uh, I've got to probably get injured, you know, so I'm going uh, work on staying healthy and let everything fall into place. Uh-huh. Well, good. Good luck with your senior season. Um, continue to let God work in you on your journey. Yes, thank you. Okay. <laughs> thank you so much, Mikhail. Thank you. All right. Uh, we're going to go to our next I'm sorry. Since we have so many callers out there, for those who have already called in and we we pulled you in, go ahead and select the number one. That allows Rodney to know that you you're now out of queue. So select the number one if you have already spoken on air. Go ahead and pull yourself out of queue by selecting the number one. For those of you who still want to come in, don't do anything if you've already selected the number one. That may be helpful since so many of the the lights are lit up now. <laughs> yeah, okay. it's quite a few of them. All right. Um, all right. So our next um, caller that we are going to pull in is area code seven zero three. Boy, I tell you, Northern Virginia is represented tonight. <laughs> yeah. Um, yes. <laughs> I love it. Um, area code seven zero three. Last four digits of your phone number are nine five six two. Caller, you are on the air. Hello. Hi, how are you? Who are we talking to? This is Donna. Hi, Donna. How's it going? I'm fine. 
I wanted to ask Muggy, where do you see yourself in about five years? Would I see myself in five years? Yeah. Oh, well. Well, I'm hoping to be playing football in five years. I'm not sure where. If that doesn't work out, I wanted to, like, do, like, a, a boys and girls club type of thing where, like, I can help younger kids and, like, with sports, stay out of trouble somewhere to just go and get out the house, you know, stuff like that. Well, that, it sounds good. Um, you know to shoot for the stars, right? Do I know shooting for the stars? Yes, and nothing is beyond your reach. Oh, yes, ma'am. Thank you. All right, baby. Love you. Love you, too. Okay. All right. Thank Thank you so much for calling in. Thanks. All right, we're going to go to our... Lucky is so lucky because... You have some 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 great supporters. I see this is just I, we need to make sure that our people hear this. This is why it's so important to support these young people. That's what they are missing and need. I'm just I'm so honored and thankful that of the support he is getting tonight. Yeah, that that Lucky. that is that is a blessing. <laughs> um, and to, to our last caller, uh, do me a favor and uh, press the number one so that will pull you out of you, and you can always come back in later by pressing the number one. Uh, we're going to go to our next caller, um, area code 571, and the last four digits of your phone number are 5985. Caller, you are on the air with us. Go ahead. Hello, Lucky. This is your mother. <laughs> <laughs> I am so proud of you, baby boy. And thank y'all for giving my baby a chance to speak on air. Yes, ma'am. How are you, Ms. Morris? Yes. I'm doing fine, thank you. <laughs> I have two questions for Lucky. Go ahead. Okay, question number one. What have you learned about yourself in your college football career? And question number two, this is your job interview. So why should any NFL team give you a chance? Oh, mama. <laughs> uh, hold on. I, well, the first one, I forgot the first one. What <laughs> <laughs> have you learned about yourself in your football, in your college football career? I will tell. Well, to never give up on myself, you know. Um, it was, it's been hard. It's been a journey, you know. Uh, when, you know when I had got my surgery, you had called me just to say, do you need me to come down to Florida to surgery with you? Uh, you came down for one day, you know, and um, I just learned to just keep pushing, keep pushing forward and just don't give up myself. I got uh, I got a lot of people behind me, and I can't, you know, I, I won't let myself fail. And uh, watch the NFL team. Um, NFL teams to pick me up well because I'm going I'm to work hard. I'm going to bring something special to anybody's program. Um, and I'm going to challenge whoever's in front of me. And there's someone behind me I'm going to challenge. I'm, I'm going to keep pushing too. I'm never going to give up, you know, and I'm going I'm to fight for what I love and what I want to do. 
Amen. Hmm. <laughs> All right. <laughs> I like it. Thank you so much for calling in, uh, Ms. Karen. Yes. Well, thank y'all for taking my call. Thank I appreciate you. it. Lucky, I am so thank proud of you again, baby. And you keep pushing forward, always pushing forward. Always look everybody in the eye like I always tell you, and shoot to the skies. I love you. Mm-hmm. Love you too. Wow. Awesome. All right. Uh, Ms. Karen, make sure you press number one for me, and remember that you can always come back into the conversation. Okay. Thank y'all. All right, thank, thank you. you so much. Uh, we have another caller, um, area code 571, and the last four digits of your phone number are 1537. Caller, you are on the air. Go ahead. What's up, Big Lucky? What's up? <laughs> What's up, Big Dog? Hey, you ain't got to worry about it. You know you're going pro. You got what it takes, and you you got it. You work hard. You, you you got it, Lucky. You ain't got to worry about it. You keep your heads in the books. You keep your your butt at practice. You go on pro. We'll see you every Sunday on TV. Appreciate it. Big love. You know who it is. It's rude. I love you, buddy. And I will yeah, see I love you on. You, I will I will see you on Saturday playing college ball. And I will see you on Sunday. Much love okay. coming from VA to you, Lucky. We love you, and we're gonna see you on Sunday. All right. Thank you. Yep, yeah. Got a lot of confidence in you, Lucky. <laughs> oh, no problem. Thank you for, uh, for for tuning in and calling in. Thank you so much. Yes, sir. Thank you for having me. All right, Lucky, good luck, and I know you you don't need it because I know you're a pro and you're always going to be a pro. Appreciate it. Okay. All right, thank you. When you come home. All right, thank you so much. All right, uh, Lucky, um, I want to go back to something. Uh, that you said when you first started sharing your story. Um, and you mentioned being held back in the second grade, correct? Yes, sir. Now, if I, if I remember correctly, it wasn't necessarily the teachers holding you back. Um, it wasn't the principal's idea to hold you back. Who, whose idea was it to leave you in second grade for another year and... and <laughs> And why do you think that was? It was it was my mom's decision. She said, uh, school's not for playing around or joking. So I mean, growing up, you know, when I was in second grade I was I was upset about it. And third grade I was upset about it. And fourth grade I was upset about it. <laughs> <laughs> but when I had like when I had got older and, and into my like in the high school it's like it sunk in, you know, and I just like I felt like at times when people were graduating, I was like, oh, I, I could have been in that class, but I was like, I love the class that I'm in, you know, and I I feel like I matured more. And growing up, I just kept kept like I just felt like I kept maturing. But me as a person, you know, I like to play around, I like to have fun, but it's times you know when you gotta buckle down, and that was her thing. Like it was times when it was times to have fun. It was time to take things serious, you know. And in school, that's when I, you know, had to take things serious. But I, I never was going to school to take it serious, you know. I was, I just was going to school, you know. And I realized that my senior year, when I couldn't go to route, I wanted to go, you know. So, but it all, you know, it bettered me. Um, 
Call on, um, I see you out there. We'll get to you in just one second. So, so basically, um, Mama saw that you weren't ready to move on to the next race, so Mama held you back. Um, I think that this goes back to uh, some previous shows that we've had, Sammy, where we talked about parental involvement and not leaving your children out there to let the world raise them. Because here's a case where, you know, here's a kid who uh, the school has decided, you know, we're going to move him on. But his mom saw that he needed more time uh, where he was, and so she decided, no, he's not ready, so he's not moving forward. And it just goes to show you that parents do make a difference. Parents make a huge difference. Even uh, when Lucky talks about um, his success today, when he talks about his motivation today, the first thing that came out of his mouth was his mother. It wasn't, uh, it wasn't Deion Sanders. You know, it, it wasn't uh, Deshaun Jackson. It wasn't any football player to, uh, today. It was his, it, it, it was and still is his mother. Um, so parents, Please, if you are listening, you are your child's first teacher. You are your child's first hero. You mean so much to their development and to where they end up going in life. So please, if nothing else, take that to heart and be there for your children. Be their support. Be there when they meet, when they get out of line and they need to get back in line. You are vital when it comes to their success. Tammy, go ahead. I mean, I, I look at it, and this is a great analogy, and, and I'm thinking I want to get mom on to interview mom because I, I'm still stuck there because <laughs> we are, uh, really, because we, I, I would love to hear the story of of just going back because it's, it's, it's difficult, you guys. It's really, really hard, but it is no excuse. Today we have parents that will do just the opposite, to save face. Oh, no, you send my child on, knowing that the child is not going to be prepared. And I feel like what that did was instill something in Lucky to where when he got to that point where he had to make the decision, do I just figure out where I go from here or do I do nothing? Number one, he probably knew Ms. Mars not going for nothing, number one, so I better pick door number one, the right one. So parents are the foundation. Our children build around that foundation. Doesn't mean they're not going to be without mistakes. We weren't. Doesn't mean that they're not. You're going to look at them sometimes and think, "Oh Lord." But like he said, his mom always had his back, wrong or right, and she put, she laid that foundation, and he was able to take that and build around it, and he will make it. It's, it's, it's no question or doubt in my mind. What making it is, that's between him and God. And we all have different levels of making it, but he will reach his destiny. It, it, that's so clear and so obvious. So I'm thankful for Mom, and I hope she's still listening. I'm sure she is. I'd like her to come back <laughs> on and give, her, give us her journey to bring in kids and to make sure that you keep it all together um, as best you can and then instill in Lucky and her other kids that you keep moving forward, you keep it going, you keep your feet moving, regardless of what it looks like. You, you pick up where you are and you make it work. 
can't say enough about moms and 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 dads <laughs> and, moms and family, friends, everybody who's calling in and supporting him tonight has played a role in that. And I feel like he knows that he is going to be held accountable. He has people out there that is holding him accountable for what they've instilled in him. And so that gives him momentum to do. And so thankful to all of you all who are listening who have played a part in this young man's life. So grateful and thankful. Most definitely. Um, we're going we're gonna to go to our next caller, um, area code 703. And the last four digits of your phone number are 4316. Caller, you are on the air with us. Lucky Whitehead, he's here. What's going on, man? <laughs> Big Deuce Deuce in the building. Hey, man, how you doing? I'm doing all right. Man, I'm so proud of you, man. I got one question for you. When you make it, what are you going to do for your mother? Because we know that's what's coming. <laughs> oh, he put you on the spot. He put you on the spot like it. <laughs> I mean, it's a, it's a simple question. Uh, since I was little, you know, and I was playing football, and my mom always told me she just wanted a house on the hill. She didn't want nothing else. And uh, <laughs> that's what I mean. That's what she's going to get. Amen, sir. All right, man. You just keep on going, man. You keep plugging it, bro. And uh, we all are proud of you here in Manassas. Thank you. All right, man. We love you, bro. I love you, too. Appreciate it. All right, sir. Bye. All right. Thank you so much, Carla. Yes, sir. All right. Um, let's let's jump into something else. And for those for those of you who uh, who've been on the air with us, don't forget to press the number one, uh, so that way we know that you. If we see your uh, your phone number light up again, we know that you know you're back um, and have a second question or comment. Um, and you're more than welcome to ask as many questions or make as many comments as you like. If you'd like to just press the number one and just to say hello to Lucky, uh, that is always welcomed and appreciated. Um, but we're going to jump into uh, something else. Um, you mentioned that school was not a top priority, and it kind of came back to bite you uh, when you were in 12th grade. Um, how did you feel when you were getting these these phone calls and these and these offers to to play football, and now all of a sudden, oh, snap, I don't have the grades. How did that make you feel initially? Uh, it was it was tough, you know. Uh, I was I was hurt because, uh, I mean, I know I should have I should have took it more serious growing up, but I had always went, I was doing class stuff and. I was just trying to get by, you know, instead of being where I was supposed to be and being over like overachiever, like and it came back, it hurt, you know. And uh, when schools kept coming in and I kept getting all these letters, I I knew that my grades weren't as good as they were supposed to be. So my senior year, I tried to, you know, pull all my grades up. Maybe that'll help. 
but I still had to take the SAT, and my grade score wasn't as good as that. Just because I never went to I went I went to class, but I never like I didn't take it as serious as I was supposed to. I wasn't in the books. I wasn't doing readings and stuff like that. I was just going to school, and I was that athlete where you know some people didn't you know just they let me get by, you know, and I had people that was on my back, but I was so I was young minded. I didn't really I just wanted to play football or play basketball. I didn't take it how I was supposed to. I didn't approach school the way I was supposed to until I got to the next level. Okay. Now, there are, um, there's been some uh, controversy um, in the news. Uh, University of North Carolina has been in the news a lot here lately um, over the past year because of athletes taking fake classes and you know, football and basketball players not taking school seriously. We just saw that Rashad McCant came out uh, last Thursday, and he mentioned that he was on the dean's list uh, one semester, and he went to his classes maybe one time and wrote one paper, but yet he made straight A's. Um, what What are your thoughts on um athletes being pushed through school just because they can play football or because they can play basketball. What are your thoughts on, um, you know, just allowing athletes to get away with uh, anything um, because they're bringing in revenue uh, to the school? What are your thoughts on that? I mean, it's not really a good a good look, you know, because after, after football, what are you going to do, you know? Like, it's not going to be there forever, you know, and God forbid, it, like, anything could happen at any point, you know, and uh, I mean, I, a lot of people look at it as football is life, but it's, you know, it's not, it ends, and uh, once, I mean, then, you know, like, once it's over, like, you got to think about it, school help, you know, like, to help people learn, like, here, like, you you have to, like, they have like class checks and we have tutors, you know, like, like real like people that help you out. But we have advisors that make sure you go into class, make sure you, you know, take care of business. And like I've seen a few people, I've like I've seen a few people here get pulled out of spring practice because they were on the on the verge of selling, you know, or close just on the like on the border, you know, and it's 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 hard, you know, but. At the same time, like we got, like we got the same type of life as a regular student, just extra stuff. You know, it's just, it's a lot. Of, it's a lot of maintain, but you got, like, you got to be a man about it. You know, it coming in to college that you got to take care of this business and stuff like that. So, you know, got to just work. I guess. I, I like what you just said. Be a man about it. <laughs> Yeah. I think I think a lot of times um, athletes forget that you know you you're a student athlete, and there's a reason why the word student comes first. And I don't uh, completely blame the athletes. I think you know uh, schools have to take responsibility as well. Uh, Tammy, do you want to jump in before we go to our next caller? I do. My question: What was what do you feel your your biggest challenge was 
that one thing that you felt like um, you maybe not could have not gotten through or or over, but and then what was it that allowed you or gave you the momentum to to move forward? Was there any one thing that you can remember thinking, um, you know, this this may be a bit much for me? To the point where you may not want it to keep going. Was there ever a time? Um. Yes. My well, going to junior college. I was like, I don't, I don't want to do it. You know, I, I shouldn't be at that point. And um, I just know I like I had no, I didn't have an option. You know, I, in my mind, because like, like I said, my mother pushed me to like, you know, just pursue what you want to do in life. And I knew. I wanted I wanted to play for and I wanted to play in the NFL. I wanted to play football. And if I didn't if I didn't go to school, what was I gonna like? What was I gonna do? I you know I was gonna be I was just gonna be in the streets. You know I was just gonna be out and I was gonna be another one of the, like another one of those boys. You know just not on that not on the right path. And uh and I and like it never it never like stopped me. You know I just. I figured once I get there, I got to take care of business, you know. And when I got there and I seen, I could, you know, once I, like, really got my books, you know, and I went to class and I listened and stuff like that, I was like, I can do this, you know. And after that semester, I had a 3.2. I mean, I was on, like, the dean's, I was on the president's list, you know, and it was, it was, it felt good, you know, to, to do good in school. And after that, I just you know I've been I've been great in school in, in school so since, since then. Wow. It, we see we see a lot of um uh, calling. We'll get right right to you. Um, but as a teacher, I see a lot of students who want to be the class clown just because they've never experienced that success in the classroom. And so I think that what you're saying is very powerful. What you experience being on the president's list, or if you've never made the honor roll and you do it for the first time, all of a sudden everything changes because now you want to be in class. Now you want to learn. You're, you're hungry and you're thirsty for that knowledge because that confidence is there. You know that hey, I can do this. Um, I may have been messing around all of this time, but now I know that I can have just as much fun or more fun by getting an education. And so it's always a great thing to see a student experience that success um, for the first time. Yes. Oh, when I found out I made the honor roll. Uh-huh. When I had found out I had made the honor roll, I was, you know, I was like a kid in a candy store. I was going crazy because I never made it. Like, even in, in elementary school, you know, I never was on that list, you know. And at some point, you'd be feel like, oh, that's just too good. Like, they look good kids or whatever. But when I had made it, it was, you know, it felt great. It's a beautiful feeling. Uh, we're going to go ahead and take our next caller. Um, area code 571. And the last four digits are seven seven three seven. Call you are on the air. Who are we talking to? Uh, I think they just pressed the number one and got out of queue. Okay. 
Um, feel free at any time uh, to uh, press the number one again. I think that this is your mom lucky. I don't know if she ever pressed the number one to get out of here, but let's pull her back in just to see um, if she um, uh, would like to add anything to the show. Uh, area code 571, uh, last four digits are 5985. Call to your own with us. I don't think you ever pressed the number one to get out of queue, so it's still showing show that you have, had a question or comment. Oh, uh, okay. I thought I pressed the number one to go out. I was just listening. <laughs> uh, no problem. But do you mind hanging on for one second? Okay, I'll hold on. All right. Uh, Tammy, would you like to talk to mom for a little bit? <laughs> I've already sent mom a friend request. That's how we do it. She's accepted. So we will do ours <laughs> off the air. <laughs> okay. So, sounds good to me. Thank you. <laughs> All right. Thank you so much, Ms. Tammy. <laughs> okay. Uh, all right. We'll, we'll, talk to you for, we'll talk to you pretty soon. Okay. Thank you. Thank you. All right. Thank you for All right. Go to go to press the number one for me. <laughs> okay. All right. All right. Uh, Lucky, you also um, you get a lot of support uh, from the people here in Manassas, whether it be uh, your family, friends, uh, former coaches, um, you know, people from Georgetown South, just any and everyone who knows you. Um, you get a lot of support. I see it all the time on Facebook. Um, it is evident here tonight with people just calling in just to say, hey, um, you know, to give you a shout-out, to tell you how proud they are, to tell you how much they love you. What does that support mean to you, not only as an athlete, but what does it mean to you as a, as a college student? What does it mean to you as a young man? It means a lot. You know, I got you know, got people in my corner, you know, and I can uh, just somebody behind my behind my back, you know, and I can always I got a lot of people I can just talk to if I need to vent. And uh it feels great, you know. And uh I just wanna thank everybody that support me, you know, keep me going. And uh just God bless everybody. I just it's it's a lot of love, you know. Most most definitely, uh you you've gotten a lot of um support. Uh, what can you tell us about your friend? Um there was a there was a guy that you that you mentioned, um, you know, you uh you two had the had the same goal and uh, unfortunately um you know he didn't he didn't make it um but you say that now you play for for yourself and for and for him. Uh what can you tell us ab about him? Why was this guy? Why is this guy uh, special to you? Uh, like he told me like about his like him growing up, his neighborhood that he lived in, and um, he was he was younger than me, but he was more mature, you know, and uh, he was more serious a lot a lot lot of the time, and uh, he just at dinner class he just kept me out of trouble, you know. Like going out, stuff like that, and he was like that, that big brother, 
And then, um, you know, when we had a great, great freshman freshman year together, you know, and then he was, you know, a great kid with the same goals, you know, grew up with a single single parent, and it just it just was tough when I had lost him, and uh, I was like. I play, I just say, like I said, uh, I play the game for two people and not just myself. So when I play, he's playing. And uh, I play every time I play for every every game. And uh, I just know he's watching down on me. I know he's proud. Okay. Uh, Tammy, do you want to go ahead and jump in? I do. Before we um, just get too far in it, I, I would like, an encouraging word for our young people and for um, moms and dads, adults. So first thing, is is there anything that you feel we as adults can do better or do more of when it comes to encouraging and um, living living our words out in front of you, basically uh, doing what we expect you guys to do, living that life. So is there anything that we as adults, can do better or more of? And then the second one, talk to our young people. Anything, if if you had to to give them one thing tonight, what would it be? Well, okay, with the parents part, uh, we want, like, the support, you know, and tell us when we're wrong, tell us when we're right, you know. Like, uh, just push us forward, don't, you know, we make mistakes, but uh, we really, we really appreciate the attaboys, like, you know, good job every every now and then, but when we do something wrong, be there, you know, and wrong or right, it's nice to, you know, know that that person cares about you, and uh, it's uh, just for the, for the young people. Just uh, uh, never, just never give up on yourself, you know, and and your dream. If you got something you wanna you wanna pursue, or you got something you you feel like you can, you know, you can make it there. Never let nobody like take that from you, cause that's your dream, you know. And uh, you want it, you gotta work for it, cause you know, what I mean, nothing worth having comes easy, and uh. Just, just keep, just keep, just keep focus. You know, that's the main thing. Focus and 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 character. Just have a good mm-hmm. character, and it'll take you a long way. Mm. I love now. I love that word, character. <laughs> wow. <laughs> uh, Tammy, I had I, I had a chance to. I had a chance to 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 be with Lucky, um, to be one of his uh, one of his coaches, um, his senior year. Um, that was my first year coaching basketball at the high school, and one of the things that I remember um, about Lucky was that Lucky knew that his uh, that his ticket was football. Uh, you know, he was a great football player. Um, like you said, he was he was getting so many letters to play football. 
but Lucky, who was who was on a uh, on a great team. In fact, uh, his senior year was uh, the first the first time uh, that Osborne High School had made it to the state playoffs in school history. And you know, but Lucky Lucky wasn't you know the guy that everyone was like, oh, you know, we're we're counting on Lucky to go out and, and just do great things on the basketball court and win this game. But Lucky was that kid who came to practice every day, who practiced hard, and then got in the game and played hard. Um, he started, um, I believe he started just about every game for us, but just to see someone play their heart out was just amazing to me. Um, and, and that was one of the things that, that just stuck out to me that, that year. I mean, he never... Uh, mouthed off at, at any of the coaches, um, never complained about anything, did exactly what he was asked to do and just went out. And, I mean, you talk about someone who left it all out on the court, he did that every single game. Uh, whatever his assignment was, no matter how many minutes he played, he just went out and and did his job. And just a, a phenomenal example of what, um, our young people um, should do a lot of times, um, and he and he talked about this a little earlier uh, in regards to going to junior colleges where players think that they are, are too good for for certain schools. But but here's a kid who you know who just went out and just played. Nothing else mattered except for his teammates and his school and and, and his family, everyone who he represented. And just a great role model. Hmm. That's awesome. We need more of it. We need more of it. Lucky is so is Lucky Lucky what is is Lucky your real name? No. <laughs> or they just <laughs> call you Lucky. <laughs> I figured that. So when did lucky. when did they start calling you Lucky? When when do you remember? And maybe when I was when I was born. Wow. Wow. So so blessed and lucky, huh? Blessed lucky. He has a great first name. Uh, his name is Rodney, so he has a great first name. <laughs> oh, wow. I like Lucky. I like Lucky. <laughs> Matter of fact, let's change it. <laughs> Uh, I just want to say, wonderful. I have really, really enjoyed this. I mean, Rodney and everybody know that you young people inspire me. Um, I just feel like we owe you guys so much more than we give you. Um, And I feel like that because I don't feel like we quite live what we expect of you and don't always, um, we're not always the best role models for you. So, I thank you that you had so many wonderful people in your lives pushing you, and I thank you for, for, for listening because sometimes young people have it and they take it for granted. And, again, you know, I just thank you for making that decision at that opportune time and determining what you want your future to look like and going forward. And I just encourage you to do that. Don't ever stop that. Keep God first love your family as much as they have loved you, and always remember, always remember your foundation. 
always stay true to your character and to God. That's right. Thank you. Always. We had. And we're, you we have somebody else watching you too now. Mama can't. <laughs> <laughs> we had we had a caller. Uh, let's see if they uh, wanted to come in. Um, area code two o two, and the last four digits are seven nine five one. Caller, you're on the air with us. Go ahead. Who are we talking to? My name is Rodney Whitehead. Hey, Rodney Whitehead, how you doing? I'm doing good, sir. All right. I just wanted to tell my son, man, I'm very proud of him. And to keep on doing what he's doing to keep his accomplishment going. We talked earlier for him to give me this information. I'm proud of you, champ. Keep doing what you're doing, man, and I love you. All right, Dad. Love you, too. Thank you. All right, boy. <laughs> Thanks so much, Dad. Yes, thank no you. Thank you. Um, y'all have a good one. All right, you do the same. Uh, uh, Lucky also, uh, C. Uh, Russell just sent me a uh, uh, a message on Facebook. Uh, he wanted me to give you a shout-out as well. Uh, so you're, just, you're just getting love from all over the place, huh? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, any final words, Lucky, before we go ahead and close this show out? Any Any final words from you? Uh, well, no, I just appreciate you for having me on the show, Tim, um, and uh, for just all the other for the kids, just just keep keep going for what you want to go for, and uh, just work hard. If it all come, you're gonna have your adversities, but never never look backwards, you know, and uh, just live day by day and day at a time, and stuff will work out for you. <laughs> Most definitely. Uh, Tammy, uh, Lucky, hang on with us. Don't go anywhere just yet. Uh, Tammy, go ahead. I just said wise young man, and, and again, I'm, I'm, I'm thankful for, to all the people um, in his life. I'm just really thankful you guys did a wonderful, wonderful job. It just it shows. It, just, it comes through the air. So I'm proud of him all around and thankful for all the people that have been in his life. So looking forward to great things and to seeing him go far beyond what he probably ever could imagine. Just if he if he stays grounded and uh keep doing what he's been doing, it's all there. It's all there. And before we close out this show, um let us all remember a few things. Number one, our children are born into our families, they, they, they come to our homes. They don't get to pick the families that they go to. It is our responsibility as adults to make sure that they receive the nurturing, the protection, the love, and the support that they need in order to be productive members of our society. We need more Karen Morrises who are going to be that strong support system, that are going to be that mother that's not going to 
make excuses, that's going to be that mother that's going to say, you know what, the school may say one thing, the teacher may say one thing, but as your mother, I have the last say-so, and if you are not ready to do something, then I will personally sit you down. We need to get back to those types of things. We need to stop making excuses for our young people. We need to stop making exceptions for our young people just because they grew up in an area uh, that wasn't so friendly, because they grew up in a rough area like a Georgetown South here in Manassas. We need to look at our young people and say that regardless of where they come from, regardless of where our family is today, they are, our children are going to have a better life than we did. Regardless of how much money we have, regardless of how successful we are as parents, our children need to have an even better life than we had, and it all starts at home. Just like Lucky, there are other young men who need the support. We have so many, especially black men, locked up behind bars. He's in college preparing to go to the NFL. But a lot of young black males don't even make it to B-22. A lot of young black males are in prison at the age of 22. And in order for that to change, we who have already been 22 need to step up and make sure that these things do not happen. Lucky, keep doing what you're doing. You know I'm always here for you. You have my number. If there's anything you need, you can always call me when you're in town. Come and see me. I don't know which school I'll be at next year, but when you're here in Manassas, come by and see me. It's always good to see you. Keep working hard. Keep studying. Keep pressing on. And regardless of what happens in your life, always remember where you came from. Always remember your support system. And remember that anything that you want to do, you have the power to do it. This has been one great show. I am Rodney Jordan. Thank you so much to all of our listeners. Tammy, thank you so much for uh, allowing us to do the show. Lucky, thank you again for taking time out and and being on with us. Uh, Tammy, uh, anything before we sign off? Um, no, just want to say thank you. And if you don't mind, since you have control over the um, ending music, if you would please play for my favorite cousin <laughs> who has always been a part of following the Butterfly Evolution show. So for those of you who don't know, this is her favorite song, and we always like to end it to show support for family, supporting family. Let's get back to supporting the ones that love us the most and that are in our circle. So just shout out to my family who shows support all the time. And another shout-out to Lucky's family and friends who made this an awesome, awesome show. Lucky, thank you. So thank no you, problem. guys. Thank you. And you said, press, you said play number four? It's, it's Sam. Um, change is going to come. 
That's our favorite song, oh. Diane, out of Atlanta. And I always just try to end it just to show my support for her, just always being a part. No matter how many days we're on, she's on too, the entire show. So just want to say All righty. Sam. Okay? I think, I, I think I'm ready. All right. All good right. night, everyone. All right, have a good night. Lucky, thank you so much. We'll be in contact. All right, no problem. All righty. Have a good night, everyone. Thank you. I've been waiting.